Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Felt like just had to let everybody know that we were here tonight. Curry, another long distance shot. It's good. I'll try to create some momentum. Where would you put this in his finals performance resume? I think probably number one. I don't rank my performances. We should just win the game. Get some contact. Layup. Got it. And one. You and I, we are not alike. That shot was ridiculous. You don't shine when they hit a light. Oh, Steph Curry from way downtown. Curry, three-pointer. Bang! Two-two is way better than three-one going home, so job well done tonight. Jalen Rose, I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What, what is up, it Joe? that we do? Boss up and get the people. What they want. Game four on Friday night, Steph Curry was absolutely dominant on fire, bringing the Warriors even in the series at 2-2. In advance of tonight's game five, Ime Udoka was asked, how do you guard Steph Curry? And here is what he said. We haven't gone after him much. Honestly, like like Durant or some of those other teams, and some is due to the personnel he has behind him and the playmakers that he has. Um, for us, we rely on our one-on-one defense, our guys using our length contest and then our bigs being up. As I mentioned, if we are playing the right way on the other end, the defense has been fine. Emi Udoka doesn't seem concerned, says the defense is fine, but Steph Curry has been a problem. What do you expect from Steph this evening? I expect for him to understand the assignment. Like I told you, he was going to get into the NBA Finals and understand that I'm winning Finals MVP, win, lose, or draw. And he's been fantastic, averaging 35, Jacoby. And being in the gym, as you know, watching him make some of those shots, it's effortless how all he needs is an inch, and all of a sudden it seems like he takes a mile. And the one thing about Steph, as a terrific ball handler, he'll get out in transition, get the layup like that, get a screen like that from Wiggs, and then all of a sudden he's hot, shooting runners off one foot, going left off the dribble, going right off the dribble, as he may says. So when he says making them work, I mean probably putting a lot of more pressure on him, try to take away his airspace, but that's easier said than done because he is Steph Curry and he got unlimited range. Absolutely, and one thing that's been interesting as this series has developed is before it started, we talked about all the motion offense and how he runs off the screens and how he moves so much without the ball, but they've been using him a lot in pick and roll situations with, as, with him as the ball handler. And he just, as you mentioned, needs a sliver of space, just a tiny sliver of space to get his shot off, and it's been going in at a crazy clip. What do you think about the way that they sort of changed their offense in the series? Well, the one thing about Steph, he's just being uber aggressive. And once he gets going, the team starts treating him like Wu-Tang Clan. They keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. And he equal opportunity employer. Look, that, that's Jason Tatum on his right shoulder, Jacoby. He was on his right shoulder. He still made it. That's, that's an incredible shot maker in Steph Curry. And so some of those shots, you, you, you just got to do what I said when I ran into him after the game. 
Just acknowledge it was historic and hope that it doesn't continue to happen. That's what you do. It's been a great series for Steph Curry so far. It's an even series. It's a good finals. And here's what Jalen Brown, your namesake of the Celtics, had to say about the Celtics' mindset heading into game five tonight. Obviously, I think we could be in a better position than we're in, um, but we're not. Uh, it's 2-2. Um, still nothing to hang your head about. A lot of great basketball still in front of us. So we take what our mistakes and what we learn from and you apply it as best you can going forward. Um, I, I still think we're in a great spot. So I'm excited to see how we respond. It's the, the biggest stage in the world, you know, and I'll take our group, our guys um, versus anybody. 7-0 after a loss, the Celtics are this postseason. They're even in the series. He says they're in a great spot, even though they haven't gotten good performances from Jason Tatum. Do you expect Tatum to sort of finally sort of be the superstar that we all saw earlier, specifically against the Bucks? So the one thing about Tatum, Jacoby, and I was talking about this after game one or two in this series, Jason Tatum seems to miss a lot of shots in the restricted area. Yep. You know how you like to say, take your knuckles to the rim or go dunk it. We talked all season about how he's gotten stronger and, and able to play through contact. And his three-point shooting ability has been better than his two-point shooting ability. As a matter of fact, he's been historically one of the worst two-point shooters in the NBA Finals. So that won't win the Boston Celtics the championship. You need your best players to play their best on the biggest stage. And in Golden State, that's what they're going to need from him if they're going to make this a series that they can actually win. Jalen, you look at these numbers. I mean, it just looks crazy when you look at these, you know, how, how nine, eight and a half points ahead of him is Kenyon Martin in two-point shots in the NBA Finals. I expect him to be better. Do you think it's the shoulder that is bothering him? Uh, well, at this point in the season, possibly, but we're not, we not, like Biggie said, we live out there, so don't go there. It's, you know, everybody playing with something, and I'm pretty sure he'll let you, he'll let you know that he's playing through some pain there also. But, but Jacoby, he just got to be better. He got to play through contact, got to play stronger, and got to be more aggressive. Jalen Brown has been the most effective player in his Celtics uniform. He sort of carried them, especially early in games. He started that big run in the fourth quarter. We all talk about the three-point shooting, but it was Jalen Brown who started that fourth quarter of game one to get them the win on the road. Do you expect a big game from him this evening? Well, going back to the Bay where he attended college, represents the A, that's where he's from. But I appreciate his shot making. Like, not only catch and shoot, but then off the dribble. And his aggression, in particular, in the first half, first quarter, has been something that they were able to rally in game three, game three around. And so I anticipate he's going to need to come out with that same aggression. But also, you talked about Tatum, you talked about Brown. If they get over 20, you're going to need somebody else to get over 22. So is that going to be Marcus Smart? Is that going to be Al Horford? You know, I love the energy that Time Lord is always bringing, catching lobs, blocking shots. But they're going to need one of those other two guys like Horford and Smart to get you 20 as well. One of the storylines coming out of Friday night's game four was Draymond Green not playing his normal rotation in the fourth quarter, came into the game with about four minutes left. Coach Kerr spoke about Draymond in his series so far. Here's what he had to say. Have you challenged him in any way ahead of this next game? Just anything that... Nope. You know, no. No. Yep. He's Draymond's Draymond. He's gonna he's gonna bring it every night, and everybody's locked in on his scoring. Scoring has always been kind of the last thing 
that we need from him. We need his defense, his energy, his force, his competitiveness, and um, down the stretch of, of the game, he made made huge plays at both ends. Kerr makes a good point. Yeah, he was quote-unquote benched a bit, but when he did come in under four minutes, he had a couple assists, he had a couple steals, some great defensive plays. What do you think about Draymond's sort of poor performance thus far in this series and his effectiveness? Well, at this point of the season, clearly the NBA Finals, it's all about winning. So when you win the game, this looks a little different the next day. And as a veteran player, a championship player, of course he don't like to be subbed offense for defense late in the game. No, no player at, at, of his stature is going to like that. But like I always say, it's not what happens to you, it's what you do about it. And that's the thing about a team game. It ain't only about you. We're trying to win the game. And so when they did put him back in, he did grab a rebound. I believe he did get an assist. He did play with toughness. He did help him close out the game. And that's the most important thing. You want to be in the final possession. And fortunately for him, their defense was the catalyst for them to close that game out. But a lot of people talking about it. But those people are the ones closest to him. Mama Green talking about it. Mm -hmm. I love her so much representing Who Are We, Saginaw Pride. And then I saw the Hall of Fame mogul, Irvin Magic Johnson. He tweeting about it. He got a Twitter fingers out. He said Draymond going to have a triple-double in the game five going back to the Bay. So everybody's talking about it. I'm looking forward to see how he performs. If you haven't seen his mom's tweet, it's absolutely hilarious. She kind of roasts her own son. She's like, I don't recognize <laughs> this person either. And, of course, Draymond. <laughs> Four games, averaging about four points, but he has also put up four podcasts during these finals at least. Hopefully he will end up averaging more points than total podcasts in the series. Now, Jalen, someone else we should be discussing is, we always ask who that second warrior is going to be. Is it going to be Klay Thompson? Is it going to be Jordan Poole? Is it going to be Andrew Wiggins? And Andrew Wiggins has sort of established himself as the second most important player in the Warriors uniform, in my opinion. What do you think about sort of Andrew Wiggins as the second weapon for the Warriors? Well, if they're going to win a series, the second weapon has to be Klay Thompson. The Celtics defense has done a terrific job of taking away Jordan Poole's airspace and not giving him the dribbles to really get, get his shot going. But for Wiggins, he continues to get out and transition. You notice all of those are driving towards the basket, aggression plays, offensive rebounds, cuts, playing with force. And now... Otto Porter, who started the game, gets a chance to dribble drive and kicks it out to Wiggs, not the other way around. But again, continuing to try to get two feet in the paint, making a concerted effort and playing well on D. And yep. also, I know a lot of people look, look at Bielitsa and they tease him because they look at his body type and it seems like guys should be dribble driving around him. But he been locking up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, if you look at the stats. And so he and Wiggins, those guys playing deep, ain't really getting discussed. But now all of a sudden, his rebounding comes into play. What did he have? 17 boards 16. also. So he's been playing tough. Yeah, he 16 rebounds and some offensive rebounds that were just absolute momentum killers for the Celtics. The Celtics have a good spot. They have a good possession. And then all of a sudden, Wiggins gets an offensive rebound, puts the ball back in. Those were big in game four. We'll see what he can do tonight in game five. But before we get back to discussing game five of the NBA Finals this evening, we have some news that matters. Jalen Rose, in Kenya, 
all the way over in Kenya. You go to the local <laughs> barbershop. What are you going to see in Kenya? This isn't Washington, D.C. This isn't L.A. This isn't Boston. This is Kenya, where your head is up in the barbershop. <laughs> Renaissance man, international industry tastemaker. We've made it, Jacoby. Look at that. I must make it to the motherland. When this season ends, I am going. I promise you, I appreciate the love. Got to go and visit. See, I, I like this Jalen Rose with the waves and the fade, but if you look at these pictures, not a lot of variety. You know what I mean? The two dudes are bald. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to show a little variety. Like, see, I've seen Jalen Rose with more variety on his head in the last six months than this entire barbershop with the picture. But, of course, you always say you're best known in what places, Mr. Rose? Best known in delivery rooms and international barbershops. I appreciate the love. We have a lot more to discuss, and we also have some pretty interesting news from Anthony Davis. He said something that kind of surprised me, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that. Jalen, stay tuned. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming to you live from Pier 17, the Seaport here in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, we started this as a podcast over 10 years ago. Now it seems like everyone has a podcast. Tyreek Hill just started a podcast and episode one, he had something pretty interesting to say. Tool or Patrick Mahomes, obviously, like I'm, I'm going to go with 1-5 as the, the strongest arm, but as far as accuracy wise, I'm going with Tua all day. That was the debut of his podcast, It Needed to Be Said. I guess he needed to say that Tua Tungavailoa is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes, Jalen. So I don't have to tell you and the Podfather who have ushered in this new era of podcast glory that we now see with former professional athletes, now current athletes. And so, you know, you get relaxed in that set and you sit back. Yep. It's your first show. You know what I mean? You got to say something interesting. Miami just gave you over 100 mil. You back at the crib. You've been hanging around your fam and your peeps. You feeling real good. And, of course, you got to boost Tua. That's your new quarterback. Mm -hmm. You can't keep looking in the rearview mirror talking about what Patrick Mahomes was. You got to boost two up to make him feel like he's that deal and that you're going to help make him something super special. So I'm not mad at this, you know, but when is Tua throwing to him? In practice, not a game, not a game. <laughs> no. So when he said he want to hit it like like, like that and, and, go to the, and go to the house, you know, I, I'm looking forward to see, seeing them make plays like that. Tua was doing that at Alabama. He shows shades of that with Miami. I think he's going to be able to do it this year. I'm looking forward to seeing it happen. 
I also think one of the things about Tua, his reputation, is he doesn't go deep that much, so maybe Tyreek Hill being on the field will help sort of expand that part of Tua's game. Big year for Tua, sort of a make-or-break year at the quarterback position for the Dolphins. Now, Jalen, sometimes there are stories in the world of sports where I'm just like, I need to know what Jalen Rose thinks about this. So Anthony Davis said that he hasn't touched a basketball or shot a basketball since April 5th, I believe, was the date that he picked. I'm shocked by this as someone who's shooting around with his kids just this weekend. Jalen, what do you think about Anthony Davis not touching a basketball in over two months? So this is when keeping it real goes wrong. And like Kara said, it's not about a salary. It's all about reality. And so when you say this, it makes people think that you're not addicted to your craft because you're not maniacally doing it. 24 7 365 especially when you've had some injuries this year your team didn't make the playoffs you didn't meet your goals you just got a new coach the new coach is gonna gonna implement trying to make you into a top 10 player again and competing like that on a nightly basis and so when you now hear oh you haven't shot then it's like oh he's not invested for those on the outside looking in but there are a lot of factors that go in that. Number one, he could be trying to get healthy. The one thing I'll tell you about being retired, Jacoby, mm-hmm. is I didn't want to work out because my body hurt. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's not fun to play or work out when your body hurts. So he probably like, I'm trying to get 110% before I start to work out again. But it does seem a little odd to see, to to say you haven't shot one time. It would seem like you shoot something into the toilet or shoot something into the trash can. (laughs) Or, you know, you got a big crib. You know, I know you walk through the gym in your house every now and then or something. So, yeah, it, it does seem a little odd when you think about it that way. Well, also, I'm glad you mentioned the big crib because I was thinking to myself, he's got to have a basketball court at the crib. Like, just one day, you don't just want to, like, walk over and get some shots up. Like, if I had a basketball court in my crib, I would not go three days without taking a shot. But apparently, Anthony Davis isn't built like that. Jalen, this weekend was a monumentous weekend for the city of Detroit and specifically the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. Please take us through what happened this weekend. Forever grateful, Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, open enrollment, tuition-free public charter high school. We get zero state funding for our facility. We do not have a, 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 a network. We're not a part of a network. We're a nine through 16 model. And for us to be able to graduate 100% of our scholars this weekend was such an honor. Our eighth graduating class, Jacoby, I have so many people to thank, the staff, the scholars, the donors, people like yourself that have taken their time, their energy, their passion, their money to give back to the young people of Detroit. I'm forever grateful. We've come so far. We still have so very far to go. We're raising $10 million to expand our facility. I'm looking forward to making that happen for the northwest side of Detroit and for our JRLA scholars. But we are JRLA, inner learner, exit a leader. You can go to jrladetroit.com if you want to help out. And I was lucky enough to go to one of these ceremonies. And it's not just the scholars that walk across the stage to get their diplomas. It's all of the families and the support groups, the people that come with them. Thousands of lives have been affected by JRLA. Congratulations to the scholars and to yourself and to the staff. Jalen, it's almost time. Game five is just hours away. We're going to get you ready for it right after this. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby.
The finals resume tonight in San Francisco. Game five, series tied 2-2, 9 p.m. on ABC. And of course, that is preceded by Jalen Rose and the NBA Countdown crew at 8.30 on ABC. Tune in. Uh-huh. Every single day, another day that Brittany Griner is unjustly detained in Russia. And here we are, 116 days later. Wrongfully detained way too long, 116 days. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. You can go to wearebg.org if you would like to help. Jalen Rose, game five tonight. The series has gone back and forth, back and forth a couple times. Pivotal game five. I don't know, man. I, I could see either team winning the next two and taking home the championship. This has been such a close series. Who do you think wins tonight in San Francisco? I think this is going seven, and I think it's only right if it has some drama to it. So why don't the Boston Celtics and Marcus Smart and Al Horford play offensive games the same night where they both hover around 20, and Jason Tatum shoots better from two, and Jalen Brown is making plays. I feel like the Boston Celtics truly have what it takes to come in and take this game, Jacoby. And if you're looking at that over-under right down at the bottom, I would bet Boston if I had to take those four points. Well, Jalen, who knows? But they're going to need a game from Tatum. Tatum's going to have to have at least one superstar game. But I also have some over-unders because, you know, gambling is legal here in New York City, so I might be wagering legally on the game a little bit. We have the over-unders. We're going to start with Steph Curry points over under 30.5. Oh, over. Yeah, he, he might have that. What well, I ain't gonna say at halftime, but he's gonna have 20 at the first in the first half. No, like he understands the assignment. I'm about to have a historic finals. Like y'all question, you know, early in my career, even though we won the championship because they gave it to Andre Iguodala. And then when KD came. He was finals MVP back-to-back. Steph took that personal. Now he want to get to the finals and not only win the championship, but cement his legacy. Like, a performance like this catapults your all-time greatness. And I know he said in the past, like, he don't want to disrespect the legends in front of him by ranking himself. But, man, you catapult yourself towards that top ten you keep shooting your team into the NBA Finals into a championship like this. Look at the superstars in green. You have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Will they combine for over 50.5 points? Ooh. I say take the under on that one. Take the under on the road. We'll be back tomorrow ESPN 2 at 4 p.m. to discuss the finals. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, there's a story. What up, though? That came across my phone. And it was such a perfect podcast exclusive story. I sent it to the Jalen and Jacoby group text. I hope you didn't see it. Because I know you get a lot of text. But we all know famously James Harden had his jersey retired at a gentleman's club in Houston. And we thought that maybe that was the the, pick, the pinnacle, the apex of athlete gentlemen's club sort of mutual respect. But there's a new story. The bar has been raised. 
This time it is an entertainer. Future, the rapper, has mail delivered to him at Magic City. Magic City put up a post of <laughs> mail being delivered to Future at Magic City. Jalen Rose, is this is this is this even more important and bigger than getting your jersey retired in the rafters of a strip club? Oh man, Future Hendrix is a legend. Oh, he's a legend for this. Oh my goodness. What's your, oh, ad, what's your address? That, Just mail it to holy, Magic City. That's, I travel that, a lot. That, that, you know that, what I mean? You never really know where I'm going to hang my head. I know I'm going to come back to Magic oh, City. Man. So if you need to reach me, just send me a letter oh, at Magic City. Man. Oh, man. Jada said it. I don't have a home phone number. I live on the road. But when I'm home, right at Magic. That, that, you know, I'm jealous. You know what? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm jealous. You know what I'm saying? I got to text Magic. What I got to do, man? You know, well, so now that this is out there, now, everyone's going to mail stuff to Future at Magic City. I <laughs> <laughs> love this so much. You know, I've never been to Magic City, Jalen Anthony Rose. Never once. Never once. Hit the brakes. Never once. Hit never once. Hit the never brakes. once been to Magic City. Right, hit the brakes. We're Method, man. We got to keep it moving. Or something. I'm a bad friend. I'm a bad friend. I'm glad you I'm glad, see, I'm, I'm glad I, you recognize I, I, I that's a you problem, friend. not a me problem. Yeah. Never had the wings. Yeah, I'm a bad friend. I don't even know what it looks like in there. Yeah, I'm never a bad been. Friend. There are two floors. Yeah. I don't know anything about Magic City. Who's getting who? Anybody got anybody got a win coming up? Give us a reason to go. <laughs> anybody? Any strangers yeah. getting married so we can go to Magic City? <laughs> Jalen, a couple more things I want to discuss with you. My wife is doing a documentary on Candace Parker. Candace Parker was in town to take on the New York Liberty. So she was so, so great. Dope. She got us seats. See, I, I, we had we had five of us, right? Three kids, me and my wife. And they they were so cool. They got us two courtside seats and then two like really good regulars, three really good regular seats. So I was there with Quincy in the first half courtside and I realized there was three empty seats right next to us. So at halftime, I was like, how am I gonna get this done? Just, you know, just had to use my my, my, my New York City instincts and just kind of acted like we belong there. They're like, where are your seats? Oh, I'm that's like, what you were doing. I was like, those are the seats right there. I was like, those are our seats. They're like, where are you sitting? I'm like, I'm sitting right there. Like, all right, wait for the whistle. And I brought the whole family down to courtside so we could all enjoy the second half courtside. It was a great yes. game back and forth between the sky and the Liberty. Yes. Our girl, Sabrina Ionescu, she's a problem. She is a problem. She had like problem. seven assists at the end of the problem. first quarter. Like, she is a playmaker. The ball is in her hands. Like, the, like it's, it's, it's kind of like, like a James Harden team or something. It's just like, you give the ball to Sabrina and she's going to figure it out. And she really gets her teammates involved. She had a triple-double, her second triple-double. Only a few women have had multiple triple-doubles in the WNBA. It was a great game. Went back and forth. Candace Parker didn't have her best game, but got the ball in her hands in the waning seconds. Clock going down. She's getting closed out. Makes a little pass to her left. Ball goes in. Sky get the win. Big shout to Candace Parker. It was a great experience, and I look forward to going to more WNBA games because they're affordable. You know what I mean? I can't take the whole family to the Knicks game. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's Too what much. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. I was going to tell you to take us deeper into the box score. Like, did you guys go eat before or, or wanted the oh. kids to eat at the game? Like, well, you know, take like, us behind the car. You take the okay. subway there. How you get there? For, first of all, the sub, the subway, it's a hub. It's a subway hub. So basically every line goes there. So it's, it's the only way to get there is really the subway. If you're, if you're like taking an Uber there, you're, you're really hustling backwards. 
But we were lucky enough to have those two courtside seats, right? So we're like, all right, let me see if we can get like a little VIP treatment out of this. You know what I mean? Because they have like different entrances for like the courtside seats. But they very quickly realized there was five of us, but only two tickets. You know what I mean? So they were like, huh? They're like, well, we're just like, we're like, all right. So we, the adults take the wristbands, right? And here's what I learned. They don't check the kids. Right, so me and Joey walk up with the wristbands and they don't really check for the kids' wristbands. So we went to the Crown Club gotcha. before the game. You know what I mean? Got a little, got a little nice. beverage. Nice. Got some mac and cheese and some collard nice. greens and a hot dog. Yes. Yes. And I was like, yes. wow, this is, yes. this is great. You know? Yes. And then, and then at halftime, we went to a, 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 another establishment. They have, a, the, this, I haven't seen, they didn't have this in the garden when I was growing up. They have a thing called a Crown Club. It's a it's an Italian restaurant in the arena where they got dudes in blazers that come and bring you food and they have, they have a whole candy shop wow. with just free candy. Wow. So my kids are going wild. Wow. Just running around boxes of M&Ms and Starburst, gumballs, Quincy, Quincy sneaking off into one direction, acting like he's going to the bathroom. And then we find him in the candy area later because he's like taking the, the back door into the candy spot. Man, they, they really got their money's worth, my kids, in, the, in that candy store. And it, so we ordered That's some food awesome. at halftime. And I'm like, the game's going to start. Like, I'm not trying to be in this restaurant while the game's going. <laughs> so we had to cancel yes. the food. Right. We had to get back out there, snuck under the courtside the court seats. It was a great experience. And then after the game, we went back to the Crown Club, ordered some meatballs, nice. steak frites, Ooh. had another beverage. Um, you know, big, we had some, some of our colleagues it was were there. Open after the game? Oh, yeah, it for an hour after, after the game. The game? And, they, and it's like fancy. Oh, it's really fancy. This must be brand new. I've never seen this before. Dudes are wearing blazers. Like, the servers are all very helpful. And the food is great. And the coach from Oregon came over. He loves the show. He, him and all of his kids. Uh, big shout out to the Oregon coach because he's got Dope. Vandersloot and um, Sabrina Ionescu, both on our Oregon alumni. Omar from our job was there. It was just great. It was it was a great time. It was a great experience. A great experience. It was Dope. very dope. One thing I want to say about Sabrina is, you know, she's very innovative the way that she has impacted the WNBA. And anytime that there's some innovation, we have to say that CarMax is innovating the way that you buy and sell cars. This is brought to you by CarMax. Shop online or on the lot with home delivery in select markets. And Sabrina, of course, gets it done. The ones who get it done are brought to you by Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, backed by 24-7 support and access to product specialists. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by one of their locations. Because we, we, we had the Italian food because we were waiting for Candace to get done with her little treatment or whatever, so we went and visited with her. Um, you know, like a true, like a true competitor, like a, like a real goat. She was mad. She was mad because she didn't have a good game, even though they got the win and she had the game-winning assist. Big shout out to Adam Lepko, who was there as well from TNT. It was a great time. It was a great time. Then we went to a birthday party. It was a great day. Great Jacoby day. We left the house at like 12, got home at 9. You know what I mean? Just a great, great Love family that. day. Love great that. family Love. day. Great family Today day. Today was a good day. I'm happy for you guys. That sounds awesome. It was a great time. I'm going to go back to, to more WNBA games. You know what I mean? You get good seats. You have Obviously, a great experience. Especially if it's open afterwards. Especially, yeah. if the, especially if the spot's open after the game. That's clutch. Oh, yeah. Um, Jalen Rose. I did something over the weekend I need to talk to you about. Because I've never done it before. I tweeted about it. Uh-oh. So, I, I legally wager 
on basketball contests because it's legal. And there were some nice parlays. Steph over 30 points and a money line for the Warriors on Friday night. Money line for the Warriors on Friday night. And I might have gambled a little bit more than I normally do on those two bets. And I won both of them. And do you know what I did, (laughs) Jalen? I withdrew money from my gambling app. I had never done that before. We had a one-way relationship before. I put the money in, I lose the money. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of how long it takes for me to lose the money. But I, I, now, now I've realized that you could take money out of the gambling app and then it goes into your checking yes. account. See, we, you that go. wasn't part of the relationship there between me and these apps before. There you go. Hilarious. I'm really proud of myself. Really proud of myself. Hilarious. And I think I'm going to gamble Hilarious. on the Warriors again tonight, Jalen Rose. Celtics are getting four points. I don't know if I don't know if I'm a game of Warriors minus four. I like the money line because I think one of these games is gonna come down to the last shot. I agree. I I I'll take the Celtics in those four points, but Steph was incredible in that game. 43 points, 10 rebounds, made seven threes. You know, did it off the dribble, did it in transition. Didn't matter who was guarding him. And, and they play on the right side where he would just went in the Harlem Globe try to move oh, no. against. When Marcus Robert Smart was on him. Third. And then Time Lord yeah, was on. Geez, he went past. He, was I think nasty. he had like in one possession like 17 crossovers in a behind the back. He loses yes. Marcus Smart. And then yeah, Time Lord's in front of him. playing with them. Gets around Time Lord and then just does like a little running one-footed like like yeah. like floater from yeah. 15 feet. Yes. He, that's, you know, people say Let's in their bag. Like he was in show. his bag then. Jeez. Like yes. he was playing with his yeah. food a little bit in that possession. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. That, yeah. That, that's incredible. That's, that's, that's like a Harlem Globetrotter in the NBA. That's that's what I mean. He and Kyrie, that they they give me that vibe. And mm-hmm. so for him to be doing it on that stage is it, it's just incredible. Jalen, you mentioned during the TV segment something I want to dive a little bit deeper into is the, is is Jordan Poole's sort of like not not really having a breakout game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, sure, game two he hit a couple threes, but they already had the lead. It was at the end of the third quarter. It wasn't that impactful. But coming into the playoffs and into this series, one of the things that made the Warriors so successful is because they had this Jordan Poole sort of like found money, second star, like sort of like Steph clone who could get you 25, 30 points a game. But he really hasn't been that effective in this series. Why do you think so? Well, uh, two two basketball things that I want you to watch, Jacoby. You're going to like these. One is when you're playing on the biggest stage, you got to be able to make contested shots. Mm. See, a lot of those shots we showing from Steph, you got to understand either two things are happening. He's making a contested shot. He's making a shot where he feels like it's so contested he got fouled. Or he's making a shot where he just did to Marcus Smart and the Time Lord what he did in order to get a shot off. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, these aren't catch and shoot threes. If you're threes. Jordan Poole, <laughs> correct. Yeah. correct. These, aren't, these aren't open quarter threes and, and so, for Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, y'all, y'all need to really start watching. He's making contested shots. I think he's shooting like 55% on contested shots. It's incredible. And so that that's the one thing for Poole. He's just not Steph Curry, and it's, make, it's tough to make contested shots at this point in the season. Two... He needs a lot more dribbles in order to, 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 get, to, to get his shot off. Like, because his buckets are loud. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's a little longer. He's a little more rangier. He's a little more herky-jerk. He's a little more like 
like like a stick shift. You know, like like that's how Jamal Crawford kind of was. Like what, 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 each and every time they can undress you. You know what I'm saying? And no matter who's guarding them. And so, but he's but he as he continues to mature, like Jamal eventually did, as Jamal, Jamal, now that I think about it, Jamal should be in the Hall of Fame. Now I think about it, Jamal Crawford should be in the Hall of Fame. He won six man of the year three times. Lil Bro should be in the Hall of Fame. What he started to do is be able to get his off in one, two, two, three, one, two, three, and then get a shot. Like that, he has a one, one play one time, he, He's in transition against Kurt Heinrich. And I remember yep. it was important to him because Kurt Heinrich was playing in front of him and then he got traded. And then he came back to play with him. He he did the jump stop, one out, one, two, and then took it behind his back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's and, probably and, the most famous Jamal, like that. Jamal Crawford highlight. Of all the he's got so many highlights. That's probably the most famous <laughs> one. <laughs> exactly. And so and, and so as Jordan Poole matures, as th- this is the first time I thought about this and I said this, but I kind of like w- this comparison in a lot of ways. As he matures and he improves, now he needs like one, two, two, three. Oh, set it up. Four, five, six. And, and, and you just don't have that time, that space. And the defense mm. is too good. Derek White not having that. Marcus Smart not having that. They they can be a little physical. They reaching at the ball. They're not just like on their heels, scared that you're gonna drive by them. Like Al Horford up there trying to reach at the ball. You know what I'm saying? He, he not he not back. You know what I'm saying? Like worried about you driving around them. And so based on that, that that's what he has to figure out. Getting his shot off being defended, but also in less dribbles. I also think it's worth noting that, that you know they've got Jordan Poole. They've also got James Wiseman, you know what I mean? And, and people don't talk about him too much, but he's a seven-footer that can shoot. He didn't he didn't light the world on fire when he was in before he got injured, but, like, they've got a young core as we look at this dynasty, in particular Draymond, Clay, and Steph. They're getting older, you know what I mean? They're, I think Steph's 34, right? Like, they've got a nice little second wave coming, which is what Lacob was so excited about when he was talking all that before the series started. Jalen. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is hearing from the people. Every Friday, we're doing voicemails only. So call 985-80-Jalen and leave us voicemails. We want to make you a part of the show. But that doesn't mean that we won't do voicemails before Friday. So call 985-80-Jalen. Leave us a message. We'll put it on the show just like this. Yo, Uncle Jalen, Uncle Jacoby. Yo, this your boy Jamal. 214 Triple D, Dallas, Texas, representing. Uh, let me go ahead and shout out Red, shout out the whole staff, shout out to everybody that's working. I've been a fan since the beginning. And so what I want to say is a question. I got a question. Right? It's a cultural, regional question. It's my girl's birthday. right? We're in New Orleans celebrate, doing our thing, doing our power couple thing, right? I'm of the mindset that I think she should put money on the front of her dress or her T-shirt. But she don't think she, she, she should do that. I'm of the mindset that that's ghetto as hell. <laughs> Okay, so see this this much you look crazy. So cultural or regional. She said ghetto is there. Cultural or regional. Putting money on your shirt or your blouse when it's your birthday. Alright? And then I got a sports question for you. If Steph Curry wins final MVP, 
and also wins another championship next year, will he then be in the Mount Rushmore GOATs of all time? Y'all holler at me and uh yep, medicinal. Wow. Jamal, uh, uh, Jamal, that, that's just an amazing call. It's, it's an amazing call. I love <laughs> it so much. Hall of Fame. Hall big, of fame. Big shout to, to Jamal's girl. So this, it, I'm not even going to say cultural regional. This is cultural. Love her. This love is this is cultural. This is cultural. I've only seen this behavior a few times when you've like put money on yourself and pin money on yourself and then other people like add to it. Uh, that, that's cultural. Jalen Cultural Regional. Thank you for the call, Jamal. We appreciate your better half also joining the call. Um, you guys feel free to call us anytime. Let let we, We're doing only voicemails in particular on Fridays. Tell your friends, tell other couples to call in. That's what we do, relationship advice. Talk about things like this. And also he mentioned the term Mount Rushmore. I got something that I'm cooking in the lab about that term, stay tuned. But I have to tell you, not only is this cultural, but it's like ancient. Like, just think about who you're asking. You're asking somebody that feels like you shouldn't throw money in a strip club. I think you should give them the money because you're throwing it, that's really for everybody else. You don't have to throw 21s. You could just give a $20 bill. Same impact, right? But when it's your birthday and you're young, it, it, it's almost, it, it was almost like the Soul Train line. It was almost like do that dance. It was almost like, hey, it's my birthday. So now you're gonna, you like, like pin, <clears throat> pin the money on whoever birthday that it is type of thing in order to get the money up. See, initially that's what it was. It, it was like everybody was acting like they was giving money to the birthday person but they really wasn't giving money to the birthday person. So you now you pin it, so it shows how much money. And mm -hmm. it challenges people to get the money up. That's really where it started. So definitely, so I'm bringing, I'm bringing you way behind the curtain. And then, and then the, 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 the second, the, the second uh, part of that is like old um, fashion choices. That, that's played out. You know what I'm saying? That that would be the equivalent of right now um, you using a beeper. You know what I'm saying? It just like it just it just has no function. And so I agree with your significant other Jamal. Nobody, she shouldn't be pinning anything on her. Give her the wad of money. Give her all of the money you want her to have. Except do not pin it on her shirt in 2022. I completely agree. But I, I love this this couple, this power couple, because I want to give Jamal a shout, because he took his he took his lady to New Orleans from Dallas for her birthday. You know what I mean? So it's like, and That's he's just dope. coming up with That's creative dope. ideas for them to celebrate it. So this is definitely cultural. I wouldn't love do it, it personally. I know my lady wouldn't do it, but I just I just I support Jamal's efforts in celebrating this birthday. Um, he didn't mention you, the Steph Finals MVP thing. A lot of people see that as kind of like the the final piece of the puzzle that he needs to solidify his legacy. La la la. I don't whether he wins Final MVP or not. You know that doesn't really change the way I view Steph Curry as a basketball player and his impact on the game and his greatness. But do you think with another title, getting that that pre KD title and the post KD title and the KD titles, 
getting a finals MVP, having performances like he did on Friday night. Do you think that puts him in that sort of Rushmore conversation? I got something about the Rushmore topic coming soon. The thing about Steph Curry, Jacoby, is we can't act like when you're talking about these all-time great players, the accolades don't matter. Because anytime you talk about GOAT, the first word is greatest. That's, that's the first word. And what ends up happening is when you start talking about the top 10 players of all time, there's a reason, unfortunately, players like Carl Malone and John Stockton get excluded. Yep. It's because they didn't win championships. So Carl Malone is all-time at points, rebounds, John Stockton, we know what he's accomplished, but that's that's the that's the true reason that they're mentioned in like the twenties and the thirties mm-hmm. versus like the top fifteen, right? And and, and so and, and when, when you get into this exclusive class that we're talking about, that's what those top ten guys have. If I if I'm gonna start putting you ahead of Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Akeem Olajuwon like you gotta do things that they didn't do to be greater and he's now entering that and now winning another championship and another finals MVP gets him to the top 10 around top 11 as far as I'm concerned all time yeah I mean right now I'm not going to go through it and make the list, but he's sitting right now in that, like, 10 to 14. You know what I mean? So I think that the real question is not Mount Rushmore. It's more, is he top 10? Because when you start looking at the list, it's hard to bump somebody off that list. It's, it's, it's easy to say Steph should be in, but when you look and start, really start looking at the top 15 players in the history of the NBA, you have to really make some tough choices to get Steph in the top 10. But his career is not over, and he's not done winning championships. Jalen, one thing that we've always recognized on this program is not just celebrating women and empowering women and, and celebrating mothers and power couples and family dynamics. But we always recognize that Father's Day is just not treated like Mother's Day is. I didn't even know Father's Day was no. this Sunday. I no. didn't even know. I had no idea Father's either. Day was when this Sunday. There's no commercials. There's Did no Father's pass? Day sales. Yeah, I said, I, I, I asked right. outside, I was like, is Father's Day tomorrow? <laughs> I don't think, you know, like, Mother's Day, the whole world stops. You know what I mean? Like, like, we treat it like the biggest holiday. I did not even know the Father's Day was this Sunday. And I was talking to a homeboy of mine. His girl's birthday is on Father's Day. How should he handle that? Oh, no. No, 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 no. That's not good for I, him. I got the solution. That's I got not the solution. Good for him. I got the solution. You move Father's Day to Saturday. What? You got to move Father's Day to Saturday. You can't move the birthday. <laughs> so you say, you know what, hon? Saturday is Father's Day this year. Sunday is your day because it's your birthday. But I want to say, keep a big yeah, shout out to easy. all the fathers out there. You know what I mean? Who just you, you might get like no you might doubt. get like a little breakfast made for you or something. But you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get truly celebrated by your family the way you deserve. So you know what I I take matters in my own hands on Father's Day. 
I'm going yeah, golfing with the boys. Yeah, I'm going out to dinner you afterwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> I might have breakfast with the family, maybe even like put the kids to bed. But that in-between time, I'm gone. I'm, I'm taking matters in my own hands. I know y'all ain't going to do nothing for me, so I'm doing it for myself. That's my advice to all the fathers. If you don't feel like you're going to be properly celebrated, then properly celebrate yourself this Sunday. <laughs> Jalen might be dead. <laughs> Jalen might be dead. He's laughing. Hey, now he's hey, coughing. You know what? You know. You know what's funny, and, and this is sad, but it's true. And I double down on what you say because, as somebody that never met their father, so that means that unfortunately it was something I didn't acknowledge via my childhood. Mm. And it's different when you're born and you never claim your father's name. Like that's that's different. When you when you have your mother's name the entire time, that that's different. That means from birth they weren't together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's a whole different level of not being together. And so I never really thought about it or celebrated it then. And then to your point, as a father, I have the best kids ever and you do too. But it ain't personal to us, it's just a thing that happens to men. And like you said, we have to make sure we celebrate ourselves. And you said something extremely funny. And I even had to look down at the phone. I was like, did Father's Day pass? (laughs) I didn't even know. Outside, I was like, is it tomorrow? (laughs) Is it? And and you're right. I don't see no commercials. Nothing. They're trying to get us a lawnmower. You know what I'm saying? Barbecue grill. Toolbox. (laughs) Stuff to clean up. (laughs) Exactly. A toolbox so we can fix stuff around the house. (laughs) Maybe a Swiss Army knife. (laughs) Right. Here's some socks. A chef's bill. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Some new tongs for the grill. A chef's hat. Exactly. That's what that's, that, that's what my wife's gonna get me. My wife's gonna give me a toolbox and be like, use this thing. I didn't know you had oh, oh you had one? I didn't know. That's what she's gonna say. Oh, you already have one? I had no idea. Never seen it. Never seen it. Shout out to all the fathers. Shout out to Jamal calling in from Texas with a great call. Shout out to his girlfriend. Happy birthday to her. We will be back tomorrow. Why is that Jalen? Anthony Rose. We're not done. We're not done. We are. Not done. Got to give the people.